Five, dark roast or frappuccino answering? You decide. When a parent is training their child before going to school, normally there's just a lot of good things that the parent shares with the child. Uh, how to cook, how to tie their sneakers, how to do other hygiene items, and also how to play games and have fun. Yet, in preparing them for school, they have to start talking about the serious subjects, would you agree? Serious subjects like, don't talk to ones that you don't know, or the expression, don't talk to strangers, or if a person touches you this way or grabs you that way, make sure you either yell, scream, or run away, you see? So, the parent has to start talking about subject matters. Why? Because even at a young age, they don't want the child to be unarmed or unaware, some may even use the expression naive, that there just are some people who are not going to look out for their welfare and even hurt them, sad to say. Sometimes, after being in class for a while too, you have uh, parents that teachers observe. You have some parents who teachers will say, boy, uh, their child um, uh, can do no wrong, even though the child is actually the one causing a lot of the problems. And then you also have some parents who child is the one being bullied, but may find it hard to believe that, you know, this much uh, pressure is being placed upon the child. And so by listening to uh, their child, you know, time in, com coming home, whether they seem depressed or what have you, the child may even ask a question at times, uh, Mom, why are persons treating me this way? I'm nice or uh, I didn't do anything to them. And so then the parent, even at that young age, yes, will start expressing to the child terms that they may not have heard before. Terms like jealousy and envy, which there is a difference. And that's what we're going to show here in this account in First Kings, that there is a difference between jealousy and envy. This account really shows what envy is. So, in 1 Kings chapter 3, here are two women before a king. The king's name is Solomon. And in verse 17, it states, the first woman said, see, this is like a court proceeding, the first woman said, please, my Lord, this woman and I live in one house and I gave birth while she was in the house. On the third day after I gave birth, this woman also gave birth. We were together, just the two of us. There was no one else with us in the house. During the night, this woman's son died because she lay on him. So she got up in the middle of the night and took my son from my side while your slave girl was asleep and laid him in her arms. And she laid her dead son in my arms. When I got up in the morning to nurse my son, I saw that he was dead. 
So I examined him closely in the morning and saw that it was not my son whom I had given birth to. But the other woman said, No, my son is the living one, and your son is the dead one. But the first woman was saying, No, your son is the dead one, and my son is the living one. That is how they argued before the king. Finally, the king said, This one says, This is my son, the living one, and your son is the dead one. And that one says, No, your son is the dead one, and my son is the living one. The king said, Bring me a sword. So they brought a sword to the king. The king then said, Cut the living child in two, and give half to one woman and half to the other. At once the woman whose son was the living one pleaded with the king, for her compassions were stirred towards her son. She said, Please, my lord, you should give her the living child. By no means put him to death. But the other woman saying was saying, He will be neither mine nor yours. Let them cut him in two. At that, the king answered, Give the living child to the first woman, by no means put him to death, for she is his mother. Did you notice how the king was able to decipher or find out the real mother? And yes, notice the expression in verse 26, where that other woman who had already showed such negligence about laying on her child had said in verse 26, he will be neither mine nor yours. That's what it is in principle of thought of envy and jealousy. The difference in envy, the person does not want you to have it. And it doesn't matter really whether they get it or not. They're not just jealous or crave something that you have but they really just don't want you to have it. And so these are the expressions that you can share with a child to show that, yes, be kind and dignify everyone, but always realize during this time of human imperfection, there are ones who won't treat you the same. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers Podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality. So, Doc Rose or Frappuccino? You decide.